everyone. I'm Brooke. I'm Lexi. And I'm Danica. Welcome to After the Athlete Podcast. We discuss a variety of topics from struggling with the transition from sport into the real world, re-identifying yourself beyond being an athlete, and everything in between. We've come to realize that although these topics seem to be common among retired athletes, they're not talked about very often. So that is what we are here to do. If this is something that relates to you, stick around and let's get into it. Everybody, welcome back to After the Athlete. I'm Danica. I'm Lexi. And I'm Brooke. Um, look at us. We are back again. We held our promise and we Woo. will for the rest of the year. <laughs> so we're off to a good start with our New Year goals. Um, but today we are going to be talking about um, everything about friendships. So losing friends cutting off toxic friends, red flags and friendships, um, bullies, and also how to make friends, especially as an adult, because that can be a tough thing, um, especially in your 20s after you graduate college and everything. Um, So yeah, but let's kick it off with our wins of the week. Who wants to go first? I'll go first again, (laughs) I guess. Hello. Okay, so my wins is that I have entered my healthy girl era. Woo! Um, Not that I I guess I haven't been here before, but we're taking it very seriously this time. Um, I am doing F45, the stairs when I get to school. Um, I'm walking around at lunchtime to move from my desk, and then I'm doing the 12, 3.30 after work with Fred. Uh, We have been doing this now for a week and a day, go us, um, and eating super healthy as well. We're both in a wedding in May, so that has just sparked the motivation. Um, And I'm on book three of 2023 called One Italian Summer, which makes me want to leave the U.S. now and go to Italy ASAP. So dangerous book to read, but very inspiring. That's about it for me, so. <laughs> the Roomba. The Roomba. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. Um, I honestly don't really have many exciting updates. Um, been fighting the seasonal depression pretty hard. <laughs> Glad we made it through January. Um, I've been going through a bit of a quarter-life crisis and wanting to move to Hawaii but actually being kind of serious. So stay tuned on that one. Um, I'm on, I'm only on, I think book two, honestly, but I'm almost done with this one. I'm reading Run Rose Run by James Patterson and Dolly Parton. And it's pretty good. Yeah. It's about like a country. It's like country based, like Nashville. This girl is trying to make it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I recommend it. I'm on the Kindle, the Kindle gang. Um, let's see. Yeah, really, that's about all. I'm in the full swing of my second to last term of school, week five right now. So right in the middle of our quarter. Um, and that's going pretty good. So that's about all for me that I can think of, really. Danica? Okay. Um, I guess mine is, like, my biggest thing is that I started my new job, um last monday it's going good um i just hate getting back into like having to be trained again and like learning a whole new process and stuff um that's always the worst you just kind of want to be an expert at everything you do like not that it's a bad thing to learn new things um it's just always like hard to jump in and figure everything out um but that's going good and um oh yeah I think that we're gonna start because they both you know mentioned their books um and we're gonna start like bi-weekly book updates of like what we're reading right now so um right now I'm on my fourth book of 2023 um I finished all of the Maybe series by Colleen Hoover, and now I am taking a break with her and moving on to um, Unhoneymooners. It's by Christina something. I don't know. (laughs) What was your your rating for the Maybe series? Um, I feel like it depends on the book. Well, I guess overall, I would say like a 4.5. What? Oh. 
Out of five. No, out of five. Oh. Like, as yeah. if, well, like. I thought she meant out of ten, too. I was about to fight her. Yeah. Those no. are some of my favorites. I love those. Like, 4.5 stars, okay. basically. Mm. Um, Equivalent to a nine out of ten. Okay. It was really good. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> without, like, giving anything away, I think that the first one was a good introduction into all of it. Um, and I feel like, like, Sydney, like, those main characters, their story, like, doesn't end there but kind of and then um I like the background of the novella in the middle and then maybe now I feel like I liked the most because it I like how much like back and forth it went and like you got to learn more about Maggie so Brooke's like what are you talking about she hasn't read it yet (laughs) she's out of the list on the list it's on the list cool um so let's dive into all things about friendship Uh, so (laughs) what i just thought i was like we're about to talk about friends and we're each other's only friends (laughs) i'm kidding i'm obviously kidding but kind of it's fun we just hang out with each other all the time yeah but gives good advice at the end you know how to try find your besties when you're like post college post everything um okay so how about we start off um I don't know who wants to talk about this first Lexi I feel like you'll be good about this one (laughs) because about like just like not seeing like losing friends by not seeing them as much and (laughs) you lost all your I'm not saying that. I mean, the more toxic stuff doesn't, like, you said it doesn't apply to you as much. So I feel like you're a good person to start off with, like, just friendships, like, fading out or, like, because you don't see each other as much. I'll start us off nice and simple before we go. We dive deep into the toxicity, which, yeah, that's true. I would say I don't have a ton to contribute on the toxic friendship side, which I'm very thankful for. But... I think something that is hard for a lot of people like after college or even after like high school or whatever phase you're in is like you make friends at different points in your life and then like when you move away like you move from high school to college or you move college back home or wherever you go after college you just like obviously don't see those friends every day like you did before so it's a little bit harder to like stay in touch stay up to date with everyone's lives Um, and it's like sad because you get so used to like seeing everyone every day like my best friends in college like we literally lived well we a lot of us lived together we would see each other all the time because they were on my team so we'd go to practice together we'd eat together like literally we would do everything together and then you just go and you're like all in different places around the country so I will be honest I am not the best at like always keeping up with them too so that's something that I want to do better like we have our group text and our group like snapchat and stuff but it's just weird when you go from like seeing people every day and like being with them all the time and then you're just like in a different phase of life which is like cool like I have friends on the east coast now friends back on the west coast like everyone's just everywhere doing their own thing um and it's just hard sometimes to like keep up to date with them so I need to start like doing like one of my friends will always send like a happy Monday text, which is cute, but like doing just like little like more often check-ins and things like that, I think. But yeah, that that's something it's like, I don't know, people don't really talk about it that much, but it like is so weird because even like going from high school to college, you like have all those friends from high school and then you all go to college and everything changes, like your lives change. So it's, I guess, just a normal part of life, but also like kind of kind of sad but good to keep in touch when you can Danica's hand is raised yes Miss Danica (laughs) I didn't want to interrupt but isn't it like weird how I don't know like you I wouldn't count it as losing a friendship with like some people from high school and it's like people you it's like you talk to all the time like you talk to every single day in high school and like now you wouldn't consider them like oh I lost that friend but like you never talk to them like you keep up with their like social media and of course I have friends from high school that like were in my wedding and stuff that I don't see as often but still hang out with but like those friends that you literally were almost best friends with in high school but like you just kind of like move apart from each other and like it's weird that you talk to those people every day and then like 
you support them like via social media and stuff but and like it's just hard to reach out to like those people all the time like it's good to check in but it's just hard to keep up with like that kind of a thing and I feel like too one of the biggest things is like you become such a different person after like high school or like even like elementary school friends that you're probably not going to talk too much because you are completely different people now yeah that's That's true though like there's there are so many friends or friendships that it's like you don't like nothing terrible happens like you don't like there's like I said before there's nothing like toxic that you just like cut someone off or anything it's just like you kind of just don't see each other anymore like talk as much it makes me think of this song by Quinn 92 my favorite guy it's called we don't talk enough and it's literally just so sad (laughs) so go listen to it and cry because no it's really sad it's just like we don't talk enough we just like don't see each other anymore but yeah it's okay so this is your sign to reach out to your friends you haven't talked to in a while um brooke what do you have to say on this matter well i'm trapped over here by charlie girl um i have a lot of things to say and i feel like (laughs) i'm just no i'm still in the nice phase right now um just talking about, you know, high school friends going into college and losing that contact. I feel like what was hard for me and probably what was hard for you guys as well was the scheduling in college. Like I felt like everybody kept visiting everybody at their own colleges. Like I know my friends were kind of all spread out of the Northeast, but where I went to school was in the middle of absolutely nowhere. So it would take a long time for them to get there. It was like five hours from Connecticut and people were going to school in like Massachusetts and New York and all the things. And Charlie doesn't want me to talk right now about the friend. She knows I'm going to get angry. I'm just kidding. Um, But I felt like that was kind of a main reason that was hard for me to stay connected with everybody. And it wasn't a bad thing because I still love them and I still talk to them now. And it's actually funny. I've noticed that I've become closer with my high school friends recently than I did when I was in in college because I think I'm coming back to the person that I was in high school. Not not really because I'm completely different, but that the same values, goals, all the things. In college, I was just not who I am today. So I think that's why I haven't talked to a lot of people, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I kind of want to see college, Brooke. No, you don't. <laughs> Nobody oh, does. And those listening who I did go to college with, you know who I was. I mean, it was a great time, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but uh, I don't have a lot of friends from college anymore. I literally have a handful of, of friends from there. Probably three, to be exact. Three or four. Um, but I think that's a great way of going into just because you go out with them every weekend and you drink with them and you do all these social things with them doesn't mean that they're your friends and they want the best for you. Um, And I feel like I learned that the hard way. And I also am not saying that I was not guilty about losing friendships because I was definitely the person because I'm not friends with them anymore. But you got to know who has your back, who wants the best for you, not just because you guys go out and drinking all the time. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I think that this is kind of unrelatable to both Lexi and I as if like, because we didn't, you know, drink a ton or like that kind of a thing. But I've noticed with like friends that I've had or roommates that I've had that that sometimes leads to like more drama among friendships of like they'd get back all angry and stuff that like something happens or like someone leaves someone out at the bar and stuff. Not that I didn't have a social life, you guys. Okay. I still went out sometimes, but like I was not a big party. (laughs) I know I'm coming off as very lame, but like wouldn't go out on the weekends and like party all the time. But like, I feel like that left led to a lot of drama that I saw. Absolutely. I mean, I, I hope you're not listening, mom and dad. Um, but (laughs) I used to drink almost every night. Not going to lie. We went to the bars. It was a small ass town. So we went to like the two bars that were in town. Literally nothing else, especially when it was winter and it was negative degrees and your eyes would like freeze the second you went outside. Drinking was the thing to do. How did you do that as a double athlete? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Also, coaches, if you're listening to this. (laughs) 
You know, I was in great shape when I was freaking 19. <laughs> and now if I go to bed at 10 o'clock, I'm hungover without a drop of alcohol. Um, how did I do that as a double athlete? I don't know. I was invincible, apparently. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yes, drinking definitely leads to drama. And I think there were times, too, where, and I get like this now, where I just don't want to hang out with people and I don't want to leave my house. I'm tired. I want to just like stay in bed. And that was probably the worst part was when all your friends wanted to go out and drink and you did not. And that just caused the caddy fighting and the name calling and all the things, which I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think now at 29, almost 30, I don't give a shit what people think about me. And if you're going to get mad about me because I'm staying in my bed at eight o'clock, then so be it. That's so funny because the other weekend we were like, none of us really had anything to do. We're like, do we want to hang out? Tanika's like, do you guys want to hang out? And Brooke was kind of just like, I'm honestly tired. And I feel like she thought we were going to be mad at her for that. But I was like, honestly, so relatable. It's like eight o'clock on a Saturday. I mean, I was perfectly happy, like sitting on the couch watching Criminal Minds. Which is great about our friendship because there's never any like pressure to like do anything, which is great. And also that was something that was really nice for like, me through like high school and college is like Danica said I was I never really like drank that much and like I think the friends that I had like my best friends they just like all understood that and they were just like it was never really like peer pressure to like drink or or anything sometimes they were like just come out with us which was I was like down for but it was never like oh come on just like take a shot because I don't I was just like never me like I was just never really into that so that I am very thankful for that and I was always able to like establish that of like literally I said water shots like I took water shots like no other would hold the red solo cup literally just with water in it. Water I, shots are my favorite. <laughs> I want to be included. Yeah, exactly. And then you just like I wish I knew about this. <laughs> you just act drunk, but you're actually sober, but you're with everyone who's drunk. Can I have a Shirley Temple shot, please? <laughs> um okay, well do you guys want to take it away with the toxic friendships and like um, how to like kind of deal with those? <laughs> I don't have much input on that. Sure. Um, so without getting like, we're not going to get too far into specifics because that would take about three hours and <laughs> name, name dropping is not always the most fun, um, but we can use kind of personal experience. <laughs> so that they know that they're... Becky, Becky, if you're listening to this from kindergarten, I really didn't appreciate it, no. Um, (laughs) But why'd you take my crayon? Okay, anyway. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, but I mean, might as well kind of play into our own experiences. But, you know, it sucks to deal with toxic friends, but a lot of us have had to. Apparently, Lexi has not, so that's good news (laughs) for her. Um, Unless one of you guys turn on me. We're going to be the toxic Uh ones. Um, But I mean, I didn't realize until like we were about to do this episode and I started recapping. Like I didn't realize how many toxic friendships I had till then, which I guess is a good thing because it means that like I more saw good than bad. But I do realize why some things ended. But I feel like, um, you know, just from my personal experience, like, I have had a couple friends like later on who, you know, high school and college who are just like compulsive liars, try to victimize themselves in friendships. Um, And it just doesn't end well. There's no trust in that at all. Um, And that just really sucks. Um, And then, you know, earlier on in life, like (laughs) just, I don't know, people who became very rude um and that kind of a thing I also was when I was really little just kind of a doormat for friendships um you could walk all over me and that was a-okay and my parents were not happy about that at all um more in elementary school but like I definitely had you know friends even in like the first or second grade like really taking advantage of me um because I was a cute little nice girl, but, <laughs> um, and then also the other oh, thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An- another sign of like, I would never call it a toxic friendship when I was little, but like my parents could tell really early on if I had a friend, like either changing my personality or like I couldn't be my actual self around them. Um, and my parents could really tell like 
who I was myself around and stuff. And that really kind of drew like who was not good for me and who was. Um, and, you know, same with um, I saw other friends becoming like different personalities around other people. Um, but the biggest thing that I feel like I learned from that is just like to recognize when that happens. It doesn't have to be like anything dramatic, like, oh my God, you're doing all these toxic things to me. Get out of my life. <laughs> like, it's just kind of try not to, you know, you don't need to put as much effort into people who are being rude to you or lying to you or causing some mistrust in a friendship. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. Don't be friends with people who change your personality. That's what I learned at a young age. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, I would say I'm the opposite of Danica. I am definitely not a doormat. Um, and I think that was because I had three brothers that would literally beat the shit out of me um, with anything. And it's funny because I had this talk with my mom yesterday about toxic friends and bad people in lives. And, you know, I'm obviously older than these two. And I've just gone through, I think, a little bit more in my time. Um <laughs> Four or five years extra. Oh, um, no, well, I don't, I don't know. I feel like as you like talk about this, I'm like, I don't know if I, I had any toxic friends because I could have been that person. Um, but one story in particular has really, really bothered me. That <laughs> I, I'm the problem. No, I'm the problem. problem. It's me. I'm like, yeah, I have so that my therapist told me that actually I'm the problem spending so much money on what <laughs> um no I, so oh god I could go into this for hours but I think what has recently happened in the past five years so you have nothing to look not forward to um is I'm very protective of my friends and the people that I love around me. So I feel like when one friend gets screwed over, I get screwed over and that's really dangerous for the person that did that to that person. Um, for instance, when, if Danica were to get screwed over about something really stupid, I go a little bit above and beyond and I'm evil (laughs) because I want that person to realize that they should not be treating somebody who's so sweet and nice that way okay um did have you know another friend that again is as nice as Danica and Lexi and does everything right by everybody makes sure that they're super happy and involved in all the things and then one particular ex-friend doesn't include them in something and they got really really hurt and I've never liked this person so people I hope you know who I'm talking about out there um And this just like really, really showed the true colors of who they are because they're jealous and they're selfish and they think that the world revolves around them and that everything should be their way. But in that process, they're hurting others. And because you're hurting my friends, you're hurting me. So I take that personal and I'm going to make your life a living hell. Um, (laughs) I just think that you know, when you have good people in your life and then you see people treating them the way that they shouldn't be treated, it stings and it hurts. And I want my friends to realize how much I love them and how much they deserve to be treated. It's almost worse than yourself. Oh yeah, no, it definitely is. And my mom was like, have you been bullied? I'm like, nope, pretty sure I have never been bullied and pretty sure I was the bully. And she's like, I never raised you like that. I was like, well, I don't think it was because I was trying to be mean to others just to be mean. I was being mean because they were being mean to others first. You did it first. Yeah. You know, my mom always told me, like, if someone hits you first, you're allowed to hit them back. So I don't start shit. I just end it. I definitely Um, end it. Ladies do not start fights, but they can finish them. Is that? that She's the man. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching it yesterday. (laughs) It's it's Marie from the... (laughs) Debutante thing. Oh my I don't god! Know. I, 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 I better cry. Yes, 
I could see the confusion. <laughs> nope. If you've never seen it, I don't even know what Marie goes, happened. ladies, do not start fights, but they could finish them. You are right. That's like right in the beginning. Yeah, whatever, you know? What's What are the quotes that... Oh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? <laughs> you could have been right. Yeah. I absolutely took the shot. Um, well, now I, I lost track Sorry, because of... Really no, that was a great quote. Um, yeah, basically talked about how to deal with toxic friends, how to avoid them. Huh. Can I tell... Can I talk about the evil idea that I had to also... Oh my gosh, this is next level. Do you want to expose yourself that much? Yeah, I kind of do, because the people listening are either my friends or yours, so. Okay, well, before you go, let me just (laughs) preface this with anyone out there who doesn't know Brooke yet. She is a very wonderful person. She really is. She is is, a selfless angel. If you can't tell, she's a very, very, very loyal person. I don't uh, really know much about Enneagram situations, but we did take it once. And I remember, I don't know what number you were, but it was the one that was like, you're fiercely loyal yeah. to the people. It could be an eight. Well, I think I were helpers. Yeah, I think it was three or something. But Brooke is a very, very, very loyal person. So if you cross her, well, or she's going to pass. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. But just know. Let's just say she is very, very loyal. She will go friends. to the ends of the earth to protect her loved ones. <laughs> Um, well, you kind of get talked about like red flags. You kind of tied it all in, but yeah, let's we, can, talk about those. we can talk a little bit more about it. Um, so just like in any relationship, we made some lists of red flags in friendships, which I think the biggest one, um, really for me is like people who are two faced or they kind of act like a different way to you than they do to other friends or just other people like it's very they're not themselves the whole or you don't even know really who the true them is because they're just always acting different around different people um and then kind of tying into that as well like when they're like super jealous or like if they have a problem with you hanging out with other friends which sounds so like middle school but like really it's it's still a problem like and it's like people will get mad like if you hang out with people that they don't like or if they just feel like you're spending more time with someone else and that just like makes me so mad Brooke has something to say her face is turning red she's about to go off I'm not about to go off I just want to point out that um I would state that I don't get jealous about people hanging out with others that I don't like I just don't understand how people that you love and adore who are great friends hang out with the fake people. I don't get that. That's a good point. That I I'm red because I worked out. I'm just Rose kidding. Colored glasses, baby. <laughs> I will say that is the number one thing that bothers me is like if you know the crappy things that they have done to others, why don't you think that they're gonna do it to you at some point? Why are you putting yourself in that situation? But there's people out there that just love everybody and you just gotta live with that. Okay, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> Yes, I was talking more along the lines of they just like don't like you hanging out with other people that are not them. Don't like them hanging out with those people. <laughs> not those type of people specifically. <laughs> oh, Brooke. Yes, yes, the fiercely loyal one of all of us. Um, yeah, I think those are just my biggest two. Like, just people that you can tell are not really authentic. Is yeah. Um, I feel like one of the biggest red flags for me, which I've experienced, um, is people who like are kind of mean to you, (laughs) like friends who, (laughs) (laughs) you know what, um, I just think friends that people that are mean to you is probably a red flag. (laughs) So you know, like the friends though, who will make like insulting jokes all the time and like kind of try to play it off as sarcastic, but like they just keep doing it and it's complete overkill. Like that's <laughs> cry yourself to sleep at night because of them. <laughs> no, I've had a friend. I had a, one friend who would just like try to be as mean as possible. But like they were, they were very, I don't know, loyal to their friends. But like they were honestly really mean to like you and just kind of kept saying like insulting jokes. And I feel like that's kind of a red flag of someone who might be toxic. Um, that sounds like 
like the boy that you like in first grade and he's just really mean to you because he likes uh, you yeah. yeah but i feel like that's i don't know that's kind of cute when you're little but like people who are just mean to you in high school and i don't know <laughs> but like they don't start that way and then when they get comfortable they start using like insulting jokes all the time and are like haha just kidding but they probably mean it um also yeah. <laughs> oh the insert, no offense, insert offense yeah. thing. and the jk um <clears throat> i think another big one is uh people who don't make time for you or like are only there for you when they need something um and are only going to do a favor if like they expect something like in return um because that just is very selfish and not something that a true friend would do. And, like, on the opposite side of that, of, like, not making time for you is not respecting your boundaries, which could mean, like, getting mad when you can't hang out or, in my experience, when someone in your family dies and they are mad that you can't hang out that same day. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> tough <laughs> but just like people who you know won't respect your boundaries and I feel like that kind of goes along with if someone is mad that you're hanging out with someone else it's like oh well I'm gonna cling to you constantly so that's all I want except we do joke all the time if like one of us leaves or like oh you're gonna go hang out with your other friends I thought we were your only friend <laughs> <True>. <laughs> but that's healthy <laughs> um and then my last part is just that they cause stress in your life. So if a friend is causing more stress than like adding stuff to your life, um, then it's probably not worth it and probably a big red flag. I just have one. <clears throat> Clear. I am sassy. Trust me, I ate before this, so I'm not hangry or anything. Um I know I said it before, but I feel like those that aren't supportive of you and your goals and your values and your dreams, um, and those that just want you to do what they want you to do, not your real friends. Again, if you're in college and you're listening to this, or you're 30 and you're listening to this and you still have friends that are making you take that shot that you don't want to take or go out and do stuff that you're uncomfortable with and they don't have the best interest at heart for you they're not your friends and I feel like I have not learned that until I was 26 I always was a people pleaser if you could imagine and always wanted to make sure that everybody liked me and I got along with everybody I mean I feel like I still kind of do that but now on my terms and my values um so make sure that you have friends that are watching your back if you are going out and they don't leave you the world is scary, um, so please make sure that you have people that have your back. See, not as evil. As what Good you point. Thought, well, okay, you, you got really calm, but you got really, like, excited. Your face got red, and you're like, hand me the mic. This is, you know, this is an easy topic to talk about, so. It is. Yeah. A lot of things on my mind. That's true. Um, so let's talk about kind of what to do if you start seeing a friendship that has a red flag um <laughs> Brooke says you are cut <laughs> off <laughs> but I don't know I think it really depends um on how far they take it um if it's someone who you just know is not good for you and like I said it doesn't have to be dramatic you could just kind of phase the friendship out um especially if it's just a one-sided friendship like they're not going to be putting the effort in anyways. So if you just start phasing it out and let's say you ask them to hang out less because then they're probably never asking you to hang out, um, then your friendship is just going to phase out. And again, it doesn't have to be a mean like I'm done with you kind of a thing. But also on the other side, if someone is getting to the point where they're almost bullying you or just being a mean friend or I don't know, something really bad happens, don't be afraid to just cut it off block them do what you need to do <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to the situation where I blocked someone but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have yeah no I I have not ever blocked anyone except for creepy men on Instagram zero zero friend yeah I think my only input is like if you don't think that it's a person that you really like want in to have in your life in the future like there's no really point in like putting an effort into salvaging it or even like putting in the effort to be like we're done you know like yeah. don't have to be dramatic about it if you don't see them in your future like just 
let it be. I would say out of sight, out of mind is probably the best way of going about it when you want to fizzle out somebody and realizing like, okay, if you're not talking to them or you're not putting in the effort and neither are they, then it's, it's not a big loss and it's okay. Like we, you and we, um, are going to go through life and you're not going to have the same group of friends that you've had. You will have three or four friends from high school, three or four friends from college. Honestly, if you're lucky that are super loyal and have your back and then three or four friends in your adult life. And that's okay, because you know what? A Lamborghini has two seats, and a bus has many. And no one wants to ride the I did not bus. Know where that was going. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if a Lamborghini has I was two just seats. Say quality over quantity, but all right. That's that's basically what I'm saying. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Lamborghini. Like you know, yeah. little little Kim Kardashian quote for you. I wouldn't say she's a great friend either. If you're listening, but. Um, yeah, that kind of goes into like a point that we were going to talk about is like, do you need to have a lot of friends? Does everyone need to like you? Which (laughs) Brooke immediately says, nope. Nope. I have trouble with that a little bit more. I think my people, people pleasing tendencies, but honestly, (laughs) she acts like she's 47. She's literally like three years older than us. Okay, well, maybe this year I will learn. I, I've definitely gotten better. Um, I think just my initial reaction to people is, like, obviously, like, I want them to, like, like me. But if there's someone that I don't really, like, see being an addition to my life or, like, someone that, like, has wronged other people or just, like, a bad person by my judgment of character, then it's, like, I'm not going to, like, put effort into, like, wanting you to like me, you know? So, I don't know. I... <laughs> I don't like when I know that people don't like me, but I'm not going to, like, go out of my way to make them like me. (laughs) Brooke? Here's the thing. I don't think there's a single soul out there that doesn't like Danica and Lexi, because how could you you not like them? I I don't understand. And if you don't like them and you have a problem, you better (laughs) let me know. But these two definitely should not be worried about people not liking them because I think it comes very easy because of the type of people that they are that everybody's going to love them and like them. So again, if you have a problem, you could come talk to me. Yes. But, oh, Danica, yes. I think we've learned to maybe not take it up with Brooke. Everyone's scared now. They're like, well, I'm just going to keep it inside. um, Maybe these toxic friends who I've had to drop don't like me. You know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are. Up with and their lives probably suck without you. So you Wow, know. that was so nice. Uh, <laughs> um, I know. I agree. I always try and be a people pleaser, but I think I learned, I would say probably more in college time that that isn't always necessary. And, you know, I it's still like try being nice to everyone because also you don't know what people are going through. So it's like, until someone really screws you over, <laughs> like, except I'm a person who gives about 10 chances in the 11th, I cut them off. Um, I don't think Lexi cuts people off. <laughs> and then <laughs> Brooke's not scared to cut people off. So, you mess with them one time and you're already <laughs> cut off. Yeah. We need to find the happy medium of all of us. <laughs> We're a good mixture. We are. Yeah. We need to give it like three instead of the 10 that I give. But I feel like it's lessened honestly um and it always just depends on the level but you know definitely have learned that not everyone needs to like you and also you don't have to be friends with everyone just be nice unless they screw you over but still be nice because (laughs) no taking the high road's always good but no, you could say your butt. <laughs> no, I think I was just ending but it with that also, butt. Stick up for yourself. I think that's a big thing that I'm I've gotten a lot better at, but I'm like such an empathic person. Like Danica said, like I'm always like, Oh, well maybe this or like maybe this is going on or like I give people way too many chances and then it's like you don't wanna let people walk over you and like take advantage of your like kindness. So Oh, God. You got to know when to draw the line. People used to butt me in school like crazy, <laughs> and it drove my parents nuts. Butt you? Yeah, like you butt someone in line. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, really? This is about my first grade best friend who always cut me in line oh. in the lunch line? <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me like that? 
Oh my god. If you cut me at lunch, of all things, if you cut me at lunch, oh my god. See me in gym class. Okay, so I just want to go off. Not not really. No, I'm not gonna go off. But God, what were we even talking about? Because now I got sidetracked that you let people cut you. Oh. Are you okay? She's upset that people cut her at lunch. It's still hanging with her. (laughs) To those people who did that. So I let people in. Damn. I mean, that is. Well, security is a different story, man. (laughs) You got TSA. Even Reed, where I don't know where we were flying home from, but we were standing like, and I was, you know, I was like, okay, let's go stand over there so when they call like our group, we can jump right in. Um, Because I was worried about like overhead space, and he's like, no, these people, like, you know, this person was here before us, so, and I'm like, they're just standing around, like, so don't cross me with that. You guys are just really (laughs) nice souls. I feel like. Damn, I feel like growing up, I don't know what was in the water, but we just took no shit on that kind of stuff. I think I would literally push somebody if they cut me at lunch. Oh my gosh. Lunch is like the most important, especially in elementary school when we had the pizza boats and you know what I'm talking about? Like and the awesome freaking cookies. Mm, No one was cutting me on that. Probably why I'm in my health girl era. but I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, three times. Man, you. My mom, pa- my mommy packed me lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Only child. <laughs> Shit, we were lucky if we got lunch that day. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyways. um, God, what were we talking about? Oh, being nice to people. Yes. No, I am a big, big, big advocate about being nice to people and including people. And they could attest for that. But yes, once you do somebody wrong, then you will you will learn and find out. You're going to say die. No. Guys, you can't say die. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who's listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, No, but really, I am a big advocate for being nice to people always. And then always being a team freaking player, no matter what, in friendships in work yeah charlie what would you like to say charlie do you have anything to say she's on my lap right now and i she's probably trying to calm me down but um i don't even know where i'm going with this be nice to everybody people will help you when you are nice but there are people out there that aren't nice and try to take advantage and you make sure that they don't do that to you guys do you hear me yeah or you let me know Okay, I'm saying I've gotten better, but I was a doormat in elementary school. Well, we are 20 years past that. Now, I know. So. I'm just talking about past, oh, exp- <laughs> past experience here. I'm just kidding. I'm really sorry that that happened to you, and I wish I knew you earlier. Oh, I did it to myself. Well, I um, wish you had somebody to help you with that. Thanks. I feel like this is a good lead-in now to bullying. So I feel like we don't... <laughs> But like, just, I don't know. I feel like bullying doesn't even mean like, you know, high school bullies, elementary school bullies that shove you in a locker at a, I hope that doesn't happen much. I don't, I don't know. You kind of hear of it or they uh, cause a school shooting. (laughs) I agree with that. I I just think of Wednesday. (laughs) Anyways. Um, but also like in your twenties, thirties, like sixties, there are still bullies out there, like in the workplace too. Like there are definitely still bullies. Why, Brooke? Why? In your sixties? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like in the workplace. Why are we making? True. True. (laughs) Because I do work with a fifty-year-old who's a goddamn bully. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you looked at me like I was crazy, and then. like what six-year-old is bullying people and i'm like oh well he's 10 years away from that so yeah there you go oh my god so it's not just and especially social media makes it so i don't know easy for people to do it and stay behind a screen at any age and bully people (coughs) sorry i'm just dying over here so um anyone want to talk about what to do about bullies or have any experience with that 
whether it's a friend or not. <laughs> Crickets. Okay. I mean, I, I was not a bully, and I have never okay. been bullied. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. But I would protect – I remember in high school specifically, there was this one kid that was super, super quiet, always sat by himself at lunch, and people would – laugh at him and make fun of him because of that and that really upset me I always used to sit with even in college I used to sit with the people that were sitting by themselves maybe they didn't like that I don't know but I felt like they needed a friend so I was always that person that would be the bigger person to do that to avoid the bullying and I will say bless his soul he's still my friend but he was a bully and I made sure that he knew that that was wrong and you can't be mean to people just because of your own insecurities, which I think is the main reason why people are bullies is because they're so insecure with themselves and they just don't know how to act and they're jealous of others that have things that, you know, they don't. Um, So going back to that point where you never know what people are going through, Mm -hmm. that is a great, great point. But at the same time, that doesn't give them a right to treat others that way just because they're going through stuff. I get it. Life is hard and people are going to go through things, but that doesn't mean take your problems out on others who don't deserve it because they're happier than you or or so you assume. Okay, that's all I got to say. <laughs> that was really that good. See, guys, Brooke is very nice. She Only if you cross someone she loves is... When that's not the case. So we didn't even need to give a warning that when you were going to expose yourself. So anyways, um, like being bullied, I haven't had too many experiences. Like I haven't had the wrath of like a social media situation or anything. The only thing I can think of is in fourth grade, I got bullied because I, (laughs) what are you looking at me like that? Oh, I, oh, so I got bullied in fourth grade because I started wearing, uh, so I had, I got glasses in early on in the third grade. Um, and then I got contacts in the fourth grade because I couldn't wear glasses for gymnastics and I had to see the high bar in the vault and I couldn't see that to jump like to the high bar. Um, so a girl started bullying me again, probably her own insecurity. Maybe she wanted glasses and contacts. I don't know, but started bullying me for that reason. And then kind of pulled one of my friends into it um, and like tried to take her side basically so that I was bullied by my own friend and the other girl. <laughs> so I feel like you have a secretly traumatic childhood that is like coming out now. Oh, wait, I guess we could also talk about adult bullies because I had her Russian... Oh, I had a Russian oh, yeah, Russian gymnastics coach, episode. you know, tells you you can see their lunch in your stomach and um, p- takes your leg and pulls it behind your head. And now she is banned from um, coaching women's gymnastics. But anyways, that's an adult bully. Like I said, people old can bully, um, including <laughs> when you're in the third grade. But that's like my only what I would call a bully. Um, but I've seen it, you know, like in high school. I went to a pretty harsh high school. If you went to Ralston Valley, you know how mean some people could be at that school. Um, a lot of people were very nice. And there was a lot of like super supportive girls and stuff that were really nice to each other. But there's always, you know, it only takes a, what is it saying? Like a few bad apples to hurt the whole bush. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> Girls are mean. Just be friends with guys. That's my that's my takeaway. Honestly, my best friends from high school are my guy friends. That's true. There's so much more chill. There's a lot less drama. I'm. I that is one thing I cannot stand. Like if people are starting to be dramatic for no reason, that's when I'm like, okay, I just can't because that is not something I want to be part of. So. To my all my guy friends that I know listen to every one of these episodes. I know. <laughs> Love you. Right? Love you. <laughs> to all my guy friends who I actually don't think are listening, but in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you also still t- <laughs> I do. I You talk to all your people. high school. Do you guys even listen to podcasts? Oh, <laughs> yes, they do. So. Um, I've looked at our stats. I've looked at our stats and it's like, it's like 70, 30, which isn't bad. 
Um, yeah. Probably my dad. Thank you, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, be friends with guys because they honestly, they're very loyal too. They will stick up for you for anything. I definitely saw that with two of my best guy friends in high school. Um, especially, and people just like also stood up for each other when I was telling them right before this, that my high school, my freshman year made a burn book. Um, on social media and it was very like it was harsh like if you remember that class of 2016 from Ralston Valley it was really bad but um, yeah I mean really try to stick up for yourself or just talk to people like do not hold that stuff in Um, whether no matter what age you are if someone is bullying you um, in the workplace um, in a sport in anywhere like tell a coach tell someone talk to your manager um and uh, yeah I also will help um $50 a person <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> recruit Brooks services yeah. just if hit her out she's not doing anything let me know <laughs> right a nice side gig <laughs> a nice side gig <laughs> um protect the people that are nice so let's go ahead now and just end this off on a good note of how to make friends when you are adults especially because um like I said in the beginning that could be a really hard thing I went through a lonely phase when I like graduated high school everyone moved away from like the Fort Collins area and like went back home or whatever the case is and I till I started at 45 didn't have friends for like a year and okay I had friends but like not in the area like I could have just easily hang out with people (laughs) (laughs) this whole podcast is making me sound really lame okay (laughs) but I didn't have friends for like a year and so also that was like COVID season so that makes it a lot harder as well we weren't allowed to have friends yeah literally you couldn't even go see friends okay well yeah I think my biggest thing for how to make real friends so honestly it's like all through college I didn't really have to just because I was always in sports like all of you guys like our teammates were just our friends. Like even in college, I didn't really have many friends that were not athletes, at least not all my team were not athletes. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. Like, I think like we obviously just all found each other through like F45. So just going with that, it's like, do things that you enjoy and like, be like, it sounds so cheesy, but be the real you and like, just do what you enjoy, be who you really are. And like the people that you're going to want in your life as friends, like will they'll attract to you I don't know if that's the right word but like and it sounds so cliche but like really like put yourself in situations that you're doing things that you like to enjoy and you're like feel like you're being yourself and like the people that are around you during those times like they will come even though it's hard and it is hard but like it's way better to do that than like just go do something that you don't want to do or like pretend to be someone that you're not and then that's how you get fake friends, and that's how you be a fake friend. So don't do that. Just be who you are and do what you want to do. That's like Lexi and I going to the bars and trying to make <laughs> friends. Yeah, I, first of all, that wouldn't I work would out for me because I would take one and a half shots and be on the floor. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, like like that um, – you know, join clubs or gyms. Club sounds lame. Um, join like gyms or, <laughs> or like class. You can join clubs. Clubs are cool. Okay, but the word, the word like clubs. join clubs like in high school, like, oh, get involved, join a club. Well, you but you should. you should. Like anything that pertains to your hobbies. I feel like adults really feed off of trying to find things in common with other adults. Um, like in the workplace, that's kind of how you start, I don't know, friendships. Like in a corporate job, like, oh, what do you do with your free time? And that's kind of when people start bonding. So like, <laughs> um, Charlie, you're warm and you're making everyone else warm. Um, but like, you know, join a gym like we did. Join F45. Like that's a community kind of a thing. Or I don't know, like if you're really into cooking, maybe there's like a weekly cooking class you could go to and talk to people. Like I've heard a lot of people climbing and they really enjoy that and meet people. But then part two of that is also like introducing yourself to people. Like, I mean, if you want to go to a gym and just leave, like good for you and like that's what you need but also like if you're in the market <laughs> for more friends 5:30 a.m has some spots at, at 45 <laughs> um then you know like actually introduce yourself to people and if you find someone that you're like 
this person's really cool. Ask them to get coffee. Just like put yourself out there in that situation to like, I don't know, actually make friends. I will say also do things that are different to you, but don't make you uncomfortable because I feel like when we all went to the rodeo last year, everyone had a great time and not everybody has been to a rodeo and now that's going going to be something that we continue At on. Cammy. Yeah. <laughs> you loved it, Cammy. Um and you want to go again. I'll go to a Snoop Dogg concert with you if you come again. Anyways. I'd be happy to do that. Oh, I know she, <laughs> I know she would. Um but like Danica said like if you put yourself out there, then that just helps you a little bit more and I think getting coffee with friends is such an easy way of getting to know someone in an authentic area, place, place, way, (laughs) words. I don't know. It's late guys. It's past my bedtime. It's eight o'clock. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, introduce yourself, be friendly, get to know people and be authentic. I think is the best way to make friends. And even in the workplace, cause you're already doing something that you're all have in common anyway. Like you all do the same thing so why not see what they do outside and then that just like sparks the similarities and and differences too but that's not a bad thing and then also I feel like when you do things that you love and adore and you share that people get inspired and you're motivating others to be the best version of themselves too and I just think that that's really special and I feel like I'm just like going in a circle here but um yeah, I think that's great because I think if I didn't see, honestly, if I didn't see Cammy post F45 pictures all the time on her story, I never would have joined and I never would have been friends with you guys. And who knows where I would be right now? And that just makes me so sad to think about. Yeah. And thank God, like, I started waking up early and talking to you guys. And, you know, I feel like just in general, everyone is just so inclusive at F45 and I think in general if you go somewhere but if you are you and you just be you then you'll get great friends and I feel like people who are people who are adults (laughs) but like adults I don't know who are looking for friendships or just are good people like you have better intuition you do as like an adult than you do as a child so like you're putting yourself in a situation where you can make really good friends. That'll probably be the closest things to like lifelong friends in your adulthood. So like, don't miss out on that. Um, and you know, if there's someone out like that sounds weird, if there's someone out there that you're really interested in pursuing, <laughs> no, but like, it, like you talk to someone, you're like, wow, I want to be friends with them. Like, it's because adults have that intuition now. Like, you know what you're looking for in a friendship. You know who you are as a person. Um, you're still probably finding yourself but like you know who you are um it definitely helps so like ask those people to hang out and I would say I don't know if you heard that but I would say that age doesn't matter at that point either because I would say the people at work right now um are way older than me but I connect with them so so well and I adore that and I feel like that's always kind of how I've been I've just connected better with people that are older than me um and what's also great is that they have great life um oh my god thank you experience Experience, wisdom all the things and they want the best for you because they're at that age where they're not playing around with these fake friendships they want to be a true friend and they want to help you and make sure that you're successful I mean that has happened so many times with our coffee dates that we get so much more out of our friendships because you can tell that we all just love each other so much and want the best for each other um yeah I agree with the age thing like I miss you know when I was in office I miss most my coworkers that were like probably like 50 like with two kids that are almost teenagers like those were good friendships like it's not and it doesn't have to be weird either but if it is weird oh god yeah I would just say trust your um judge of character because I think like I don't know I feel like pretty quickly first impression or second impression you get a pretty good feel for like who who a person is if you want them to be in your life or not okay well 
Are we ready to wrap up? That was a good note, I feel like. And the train is coming now. So. <laughs> yeah, really just, you know, be yourself. Be who you really are. That's how you make friends that you're actually going to want in your life. And you can actually be yourself around. So Cut that's how. That mean. Yeah. Stick up for yourself. Be nice to people. Give them. Well, I was going to say give them a second chance. Brooke would probably disagree with that one. <laughs> okay, a second, but not a third. Some people do deserve second chances. Some people deserve apologies. But if they do it again, then they absolutely better be cut off the first time. And that is a mic drop. <laughs> and on that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Um, rate and review and subscribe. Do all the things that we don't really know exactly what they are, but do them. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of After the Athlete. Be sure to support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening on. Follow us on Instagram at After the Athlete Podcast to keep up with us and get updates with future episodes. Be sure to tune in next time as we continue to discuss what comes after the athlete.